Hey, what's going on, everybody out there? Welcome to another Addicted Fishing Podcast. We are sitting here in studio. It's the month of July. It's actually summer. But with month of July coming and with summer coming, actually summer being here, even though it kind of wasn't very summery out in the ocean today. Very, very little summer. This very summer. little summer this summer. But uh, with it right on our doorstep, that means buoy 10. Yes, this is the talk for the Super Bowl Sunday of salmon fishing in the lower 48. Uh, we are prepping and getting ready for buoy 10. We got Nick Popov, Eric Swanson in the house today. And uh, yeah. yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about what are you doing? Like, what the hell are you doing right now? I'm actually taking a little bit of a break. <laughs> Dude, I think that's important, you know, right before you start a busy season like we're about to start is taking a break, enjoying, mm -hmm. like you guys both have kids, you know, enjoying it before we go basically two months straight. Yeah. You lazy sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we're not all Cameron Black. I don't know. I've been lazy, fish. lazy, I've been fishing lazy every day boys. since, uh, I don't even know, January pretty much. It's been a, it's yeah, been a long season. Yeah, it's been the yeah. This spring Chinook season has been the gift that kept yes. on giving. And it's There's no still question. giving too. I mean, it's like <laughs> no the, Columbia, the Columbia is still full of springers. I mean, it's yeah, it's amazing. And we've had the opportunity this year in the Columbia too that we don't normally get in July. Well, I think that's a big thing, dude. Like we got that extension. And then it just like carried yeah. into. We're extension. getting another one. An yeah. extension. Yeah. On top oh, of we're getting searching. another one. They actually, when they had the date set for July 10th from staff recommendation, they pushed it out three more days so they could possibly fit another meeting in just to extend it. And then I think we blew out tax prediction like in the next two days of predict of the of Bonneville Dam counts going over. Right. So I, I, I don't know. I think we could see summer Chinook fishing toward the end of the month. So technically, yeah. not buoy 10 because right now it's only open after the Astoria Bridge. Like you could be salmon fishing right now. You right. Did, for yeah. sure. Right now, but in I don't know what was it three four years ago, and it was super good. Yeah, that was five July. or six yes. years ago. Yeah, it was probably five or yeah. six years ago that. now. Yeah, it's it's so funny because I was telling I was talking to a couple other buddies about that, and they're like, and I'm like, yeah, they're like, they're like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, shoot, if the ocean's rough, I might just like fish above the bridge on a nice high tide or something like that. And they're like, oh, well, will they be there? And I'm like, well, let's huh. see. Come Last on. year on August one, when we all went fishing, like how many fish were stuffed into the estuary? Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable last year. Now, did they all just show up on August 1? I bet not. I bet not. <laughs> no, those fish were milling around there for weeks. Yeah. So well, if we get, oh, you know, that, now that there's, you know, basically 2,000 fish a day still going over Bonneville, there's still moving fish coming through. Like all the fish I killed yesterday, they all had sea lice on them. They all had scales falling off. So those fish are burning through there. So they're there. They're there when they want to be. And yeah. the other thing, too, is like last year and whatever, well, honestly, what happens every year, is you know we saw a, a huge explosion of the spring chinook numbers we've seen a huge explosion of the summer chinook numbers they've under forecasted everything but even on not these like giant robust spring and summer years we see coated wire tags in the buoy 10 fishery Absolutely. after august one for like sandy river yeah. springers, sandy is, a river springers is a big one like yeah. we see tags and we see so there's going to be this presence of springers still mm -hmm. and summer i know the first fish i killed last year on august first oh. was a giant Summer Chinook, yep. no spots. I was right next like, to you, actually. I remember like that giant fish. giant Summer Chinook. And it's yeah. like, there's no way that was any kind of a fall No, fish. and there was yeah. actually, I mean, I think the large majority of what we were catching down there was Summer Chinook. You know, those small spots, big body, just giant oh, wilds, yeah. you know. Very, so very few spots on them. 
And then they were gone, what, four days later? It was like, well, they like, were gone. They, remember, the second, remember the yeah. second day kind of stuck. Well, yeah, they all got yeah. caught. Yeah, yeah. You, get, you, know. you, you put a good beating on them. There was, there was some serious action. So, so this year I'm going to make sure that I do as much damage in July before they get there just to make sure we don't experience this huge high on August 1 yeah, everyone no drove back into that marina thinking they were hot stuff. Yeah, and then they went out and day then two. And like, it's like, oh, you better learn how to fish, boys. I went, I went from having like 35 bites in the morning to having like six or seven. I was like, dude, this isn't good. And then I ran to Tongue Point. Like, I mean, it was it was. Bad. You know, everybody's struggling when the phone's ringing too, because like yeah. when everybody's catching fish, nobody oh, needs a call. But no. when there's no fish getting caught, dude, it's every ten minutes. Like, you find them yet? Where you know? Uh, have you talked to anybody? Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a dead giveaway. That is tough. Yeah, I remember pulling into the marina on August first because I was just snake bit. Like, I just kept catching wilds after wilds. I know one guy caught five fish and killed all five of them. It took I know exactly who that was. To kill four. Yeah. So I come walking, go crawling into the marina after all these guys are all like cleaning their boats and stuff, and I kind of looked over and I yelled at him. I'm like, you go, damn it, dude. I go, after that, I need a Gatorade and a cigarette. <laughs> it, was like, yeah. it was like, holy cow. Yeah, yeah. it was a good time. But what do you guys think is going to happen this year? I think I mean, we're in for the same. I mean, if it's trending like what we've seen with, I mean, you look at the sockeye, you look at the summer Chinook, mm-hmm. the spring Chinook, and now we've got forecast of what, 480 total or something like that coming to the mouth. Yeah. I just have to believe that it's underpredicted. I mean, I think um, we're going to, I think we're going to catch a lot of fish. I just think a lot of the fish you catch in the fall are wild fish, and yeah. those, those 24 days down there, we're going to have to sort through a lot of them. Yeah, and I then, think the clip rate last year they said was 60%, and they, yeah. they kind of just based that off of like what they see um, you know, when it is wild and also what the, the sport creel says they release. So right. hopefully maybe we'll see a little better clip rate because I do, I, know, so. like, I do know a big component of the early fish are like Bonneville pool hatchery yep. fish, yep. which unfortunately are – not the best spring creek turds right. yeah but uh for the opportunity to keep an ocean fresh fish there you go uh we'll talk about that in the later podcast but i think we you know we should see an okay an okay clip rate it just sucks because like you said with with this big oh, yes. glut of fish that possibly could come back the problem is there's just very little opportunity for in-season management mm-hmm. right. down at buoy 10 now, now once we see a dam count and once mm-hmm. we see it now of course other than holy crap, you guys are catching a lot of fish. We better close it because that has actually already occurred this fall yeah. season mm-hmm. in Nia Bay. That's what I, yep. In Nia Bay, Marine Area 4, in the first two days of the fishery, they have a very robust Chinook fishery and a very good coho fishery, but they, in order to have a coho fishery, you have to have Chinook impacts. Mm-hmm. The first day, I think they fish something like 45, 60 days. It's a long Chinook fishery. In the first two days, they killed 12% of their allotted quota. Yeah, and they were supposed to project like fifty thousand or something if they let them go or something. Yeah, it's like it's an astronomical number. And the thing about it is, it's like okay, it's not that. It's not that what they do. The way they get their kind of expected catch is they take the forecast and they go, okay, if there's this many fish around, there'll be this much effort, and we can kind of divulge and just say, you know, this is kind of the range that they're going to catch them in, and then that's how they structure a season. Right. Like everything's mm-hmm. based off the forecast. Um, but then you know they base off the forecast. Well twice as many or three times as many fish show up mm-hmm. and then they start getting blasted yeah. at a two chinook per person limit out in the ocean like all of a sudden that quota like it looks like holy Evaporates. crap yeah. gone yeah and in order for them to conduct a silver fishery later on they have to have chinook impact so right. they quickly brought that reduced that back to one fish yeah like after the first two days yeah 
Yeah, but, but to I me, mean, that's a good sign. That's well, I was gonna say. That's sign. that's what I think. It's healthy a, ocean for everywhere. Yeah, right, you know? and not to mention too, like even spots that generally don't see like a lot of like hatchery tillamook or hatchery. Hatchery tillamook. <laughs> I gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> hatchery coho this time of year early, like they're just yeah. getting just tons of them already yes. down mm-hmm. in, in the central and southern or northern Oregon and central Oregon coast. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, you're seeing it up and down the coast right now. South is really really good. North is really really good. I mean, it's I'm just I, I think we're in for something special but yeah marine area one too like kind of i sat out the first weekend because i just had people that just wanted to get the white meat mm-hmm. wanted to get the bottom fish but then i went out my first salmon day today and even for how rough it was and how gross the ocean was it was still like yep there is a vast improvement of coho right sitting out here and so we <clears throat> blasted them and headed for the barn as quick as we could so Good. i think uh and you know reports prior to that you know the last few days sound like it was some pretty solid mm-hmm. you know limits by eight yep. you know good stuff fishing and keeping in mind that this year the component for the a runs is only like i want to say it's like six hundred thousand or something like that like yeah, a lot of the forecast is supposed huge. to be b run which i wish yeah. us tributary guys we'd rather have right um so it's kind of a weird dynamic because like you know the actual a run i think is less for the forecasted right. <laughs> forecasted a run is less than it was last year mm-hmm. but yet we're starting off strong yeah no Real i'm strong. excited i'm super excited i think that i the, the tough part is there's no way to get that in-season management down to buoy 10 other than closing that, other than closing yeah it. and so and that in-season management is kind of gross because that completely hosed us on mm-hmm. a bunch of sockeye fishing and a right. bunch of summer fishing we should have Absolutely. had this fishery open and i I always I always compare the state's reaction to opening a fishery to like gas prices. Right. Like give them any excuse they'll close it. Give right. them any excuse they'll raise those gas prices. Yep. But by God, it's sure slow for coming down. Right. And by God, they're sure slow for opening stuff up. Hundred percent. Right. Really obnoxious. Right. What happened to like the like these mandatory meetings? Like mandatory meeting to close it, but why not a mandatory meeting? No, they, to no, open no, 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 no. They do not have to have a. They can just do joint action, yeah, joint action. overnight and yeah. close a fishery with less than. 24 yeah. hours yeah. but then to get a fishery open we have to have a compact meeting yeah, and we, we have, have to have all this pomp and circumstance mm-hmm. no you can do joint state management uh, there's i think there's some yeah when, pretty rough politicking going on with some of the forecasting we're seeing and some of this kind of like opening stuff up i think right. there's some pretty uh pretty rough politicking going yeah. on right now what oh. is your what's your prediction on i mean do you think that if they do i mean do you think it's at risk for being shut down in the first 24 days no, because we use like 7% so. So our constraint, year, right? right? I don't even think it was that. Yeah, we use when we actually resort to a hatchery only fishery, and that was kind of the way that the buoy ten thing was structured this year. Like last year, they said, "Okay, if you guys can just give us till the tenth, and then you guys can go wide open after that, then you know we'll be we should be good. I'll get us in the clear, and I'll get you guys till Labor Day weekend." Because right. one of the management goals that they try to set with the forecast or the seats try to set the season with a forecast is to get buoy 10 to labor day and i don't know where they came up with that and if you don't like that it's been you don't that way that. since i was a little kid right they always try to well <laughs> yeah. they've missed it the last four or five years but four or six. that's what they do and so <laughs> but then looking at it like in those first 10 days last year we used less than like 10 percent of like what was what was given to us like for our constraining stock which was our lower river fish again yep. and they said you know it, it's it's like you don't even burn it Right. So then we we went back and said, okay, well, shoot, double that to triple that thing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. If you shut us down early in buoy ten, 
everybody just moves up river yep. and then it exasperates the problem because the mouth of the callus produces tons of coated wire tags that are yep. lower river stock fish 100%. and then then we get blasted in the middle river and so if you have that early closure with the effort shift then it shuts that down it shuts that down yep, and then we right. we lost a week of fishing that we, you know, should, have that we should not lost. have lost we yeah. left thirty thousand fish on the table yep. last year because the mm -hmm. states couldn't <clears throat> Figure, I'll just say figure yeah. it out for lack of a better term. Right, right. And it's so busy from like a guide, it. a guide standpoint, shuffling and moving clients from so you know, hard. buoy ten to cowlets to and, above Bonneville. And, and, and then, it's even more tough when the fishing is that good, yeah, right? Because good fishing, then it's yes. like it's like you know you're leaving good fish and your clients don't understand. It's like right. wait, why are we closing this down? This thing is. Yeah, 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 it's the best it's, it's been in years. Exactly. You know, yeah. And it's just like, well, it's because they are setting a season to a forecast, and until yes. they have some evidence to adjust that, because God forbid they use actually the sport catch right. as evidence. That's, and I have mm -hmm. talked to some managers that are playing with some quasi prediction, like, that you know, if these guys sick. are doing this good in this week then they're going to see this dam count this yes. week. And yep. they actually have gotten some success with that from what I've been told, like with the test fishery. That'd be cool. Like with this for spring Chinook, right? right? They, a couple of the ways they were kind of looking at like the test catch numbers, they knew they were going to have them above, to when they go above the dam. Exactly. They, they mm -hmm. knew that within about seven to eight, nine days, yep. they were going to have a plus 10,000 fish and they got a 13. Yes, they did. Yeah, like, I mean, so it's pretty crazy. crazy what they're doing, but I'm glad they're kind of looking at that. But they, I think, you know, we as anglers and sportsmen, whenever we have our chance to talk to our managers or meetings, we need to be kind of like, hey, you know, why don't you guys like my suggestion for this year for buoy 10 or for the fall is like we should have automatic like thresholds, as in if the Bonneville count, well, unfortunately, this year with our constraining stock lower river fish, but let's say it was upper river brights. Like, mm -hmm. you wish before the season set, they're like, you guys are going to go till September 7th, unless 200,000 fish are above bomb dam, right. whatever that number mm -hmm. is. Like, then we can all watch the dam count and get all excited. Yeah. 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 And then when we all get excited, it's like, oh, yeah, you guys have uh, completely missed the sockeye forecast by like <laughs> triple. Yeah. Uh, why don't you do something about it? And then like nine days later, they finally do. And yeah. Right. After, okay, after, you have two, gone. after you have two days where the dam counts over 50,000, they should have their meeting and they should. So for the record, those yes. two days of the 50,000 was one half of their whole forecasted 30 yes. day prediction of the yeah. run. Uh -huh. That's what I'm In two days. So any yes. second grader could go like, Wow, I think, I think we have 28 number. days left still, and <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure we're going to yeah. get that. Yeah, yeah. Like, Keep in mind on both sides that we had like 30,000 and 40,000. Yeah. Yeah. 10, 10 to 20 to 30 to 40, 30 50. and 40,000. We went from not having enough yeah. fish to potentially a record run. Right. Oh, exactly. It's and crazy. That's, that's like, you know. It's a big miss. That's a, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. I mean, if you think about what that miss means, and this is something to take away, and this is something to kind of realize, guys, and oh, next week we got a special. Actually, you guys might know about it. We're actually going to bring in one of the Columbia River managers into yeah. the live feed. And we're going to have this discussion because, like, as we, you know, maybe you guys leave a comment below, shoot us a message, give us your ideas and thoughts, and we can pass them along. Give us some good talking mm -hmm. points because basically when they miss those forecasts, that attributes thousands and thousands of angler days yeah. in a fishery. That, 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 miss you know the economy the the amount of money that's being yeah, spent yeah. there just it's unbelievable everything's unbelievable so like you might think oh well, you guys are just greedy fishermen you, you just want to fish eight days earlier than you got it's like no the reality is is like there's so much more to that yeah, yeah. and then the other part of it is too is like a lot of these fish are hatchery fish and they're just going to sit in front of a hatchery and go to waste yeah. yep yep i mean there a lot of these fish are put there 
to yeah. for angler opportunity right. and we're not getting the angler opportunity at them so yeah so now you just had 30 well like last year thirty thousand brights go by that we could have harvested yeah but yeah. somebody eventually somebody needs to be held accountable for it or i mean something's got to change because it every year is like continuous mm -hmm. and it just keeps well, on you see this as as the runs are declining they are over predicting and as right. the runs are climbing yeah. they're under predicting and yeah. so after how many years? I mean, they've got to take that into consideration. I mean, we've. I think if they that use the first indicators, I think they can go back because they have the data. Right. If they use the first indicators of what a run does when it shows up and how good the fishing is or is not. Right. And use that, they have the data there. Mm -hmm. Like they have the data from the sport catch. Yeah, there are some things in the sport fishery that has made us more efficient mm -hmm. over the last ten years. Absolutely. No question. Yep. Um, but. With that said, they can they should be able to look at this. Um, mm -hmm. I think yeah. they need to. I think so too. When especially so now too. that ODFW has gone without online tagging, like we were talking oh, about earlier. Yeah. I mean, even, you should you should be able more. to track and Washington and Washington very very shortcoming. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's what I heard. I heard they were in the process yeah. of doing. You know, six thousand fish got caught today, and at buoy ten, you know that water fish is coming, and they should be able to predict it upriver. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. We don't catch them all. <laughs> like, no. I mean, no, we'd we like don't. to think we do, well, but do. <laughs> I watched. I, I watched it. I've watched it was pretty cool, <laughs> dude. I I will say this year it was the coolest thing. Like anchoring up with my hummingbird, putting the side imaging on, and watching the fish swim by was. It's unbelievable how many fish swim by your yeah. boat that don't bite. Yeah. It's crazy. It like blew my mind. Yeah. Like I was pissed off. I was like, I was like, dude, there's no way that yeah, now, twelve now, fish just went yeah, by and I didn't yeah. get a bite. Now, now wait till yeah. you have Mega Live on the back of the boat and you see the little stuff that just swim up to your back <laughs> yeah. of your three sixty and your spinner and then yeah. turn away yeah. and give you my uh, But that's for another podcast, guys. <laughs> Thanks again for tuning in, you guys. We appreciate it. Leave your comments below. Shoot us a message. Um you know, I think we have a, we think we had, because by the time you guys are hearing it, I'm going to say had, we had a drop on our website, addicted.fishing, July 10th, biggest drop in addicted fishing history. Huge. Some cool stuff there. There might be some stuff there by the time you hear this. I don't know. It's worth checking out. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for coming, guys. Yeah, yeah. Take it easy. Later.